Look who's wandered over to say hello to us tonight. It is so good to see this guy. He's been a regular on Glenn Clark Radio over the years. He is, of course, Baltimore Ravens running back Gus Edwards, and he is in the building for our event. It is so good to see him. We'll let you take a sip of water before we, uh, we, we throw this to you. Um, Gus, I thank you, first of all, for doing this, man. This is awesome. Uh, what's happening tonight and you know, being able to raise a bunch of money for Meals on Wheels in Central Maryland is really incredible. So thank you for doing this. It's great to see you. Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you guys for having me. Why was this something that you wanted to get involved with, man? Man, uh, the relationship I built with the guys over, over, over the years that I've been in Baltimore has been great. And I mean, pretty much they tell me to pull up, and I'm going I'm to I'm come show, show love for real. Yeah, we talked about, uh, you know, just looking at the draft, your draft day experience, very different. Literally, we were just talking about you like a minute ago. You were right behind us. We didn't even realize it. We were yeah. just, you were yeah. just like, we were just like, you can get some great undrafted running backs. And, you know, <laughs> I, like, yeah, I know. It's wrong I hate to do this because Gus, all apologies, but uh, there's been another trade. The Chicago Bears now own the 11th pick. Yes, you can throw those headphones on if you want. It'll the, help, it'll like, help out. Yeah, right? Yeah. It'll help, it'll help the, you to put Chicago those headphones Bears, on. The Chicago Bears have traded up with the Giants and now own the 11th pick with four minutes on the clock. So we're That's assuming a quarterback. it's a quarterback. It's a quarterback. I don't know which one they like. I have them matched with Mac Jones, but if it's Fields, I would take Fields. So, <laughs> I would, I would take too, Fields for too. what it's worth. I would, too. So, Gus, what was it like for you when you, when you get that call about, you know, trying to decide where you're going to go and what was going to be the best fit for you? Was it an easy decision? Yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, Gus, you can get right up on that mic. That would be... My bad, my bad. You're good, bro. <laughs> it was pretty easy. Um, once I gathered my feelings together, I just had to think, like, what's the best? What what team is going to give me the best opportunity? Um, and that was Baltimore. Okay, but did you know this? Like, honest, I, I've never actually asked you it this way. Honest to God, when you signed with the Baltimore Ravens then, was your thought, I'm going to get a chance, I'll get a look, and then maybe that'll get me a gig somewhere else? Did you really in your heart of hearts believe that here we would be years later with you being one of the most productive backs in the league? Uh, as soon as the draft was over and I didn't get picked, um, from that point on, my goal was like, yo, we got to make a team this year. We're going to make a team. So I don't, I don't even think I ever seen the other side of that, like of me not making that te- a team. So. I mean, I believe it. I believe it. It's worked out okay. It's yeah, worked all, out all right for you. Is that chip still there? Like, I mean, because, you, you, look, you, you're confident in yourself. You know what you can do, and now you've proved it at the highest level possible. But, like, does that chip still stay with you where it's like, I'm going out and I'm running every play like it's my last play? Because that's what it looks like when you're out there running. Yeah, man, it's, it's, stuck, it's stuck with me forever, for real. Yeah. I mean, it's, I still feel like I'm underrated, so, I mean, so I'm just going to – I just got to keep proving myself. And can, can you I mean, tell me honestly when you were watching the draft that year though yeah. like when running backs are going off the board are you able to be cool about it or are you sitting there like I know I'm better than that guy I like sizing them up correct yeah. everybody though I was watching them like every position like man I know I could play I know I could play and I thought I was going to get picked the whole time I never gave gave up hope right the entire time even the last pick I yeah. was like yeah, it's about to be me yeah. <laughs> so, that's awesome What's the point in the draft where guys start rooting to be undrafted? What's the point? Is is like we hear about this sometimes where you're better off being able to pick your situation, but you're talking about like the last pick of the draft. You still want to still trying to get picked because that was always my dream to get. I mean, get called, get your name called. So I wasn't even thinking about all that. Like 
uh, maybe I'll have a better chance because I could pick out my – it becomes recruiting again. But I wasn't thinking about all that. I, I saw it as this has always been my dream. And, it, it, man, how, how, how good would it be to, to see that come true? You know what I mean? What what's it what's it like you know so so you go into the undrafted free agent were the Ravens choice one was there a bidding war for you how many teams called you um, how does that work with your agent and is that there at some point um, where you know had you ever talked to the Ravens before um, you know sometimes yeah. we hear about uh, you know the Ravens will make a call to somebody in the seventh round hey Gus you know. If for some reason we don't have another pick, but if you don't get selected, we'd really like to sign you and bring you as an undrafted free agent. How does that work? I got a couple of those, actually. I, it, it seemed like I was getting those throughout the whole draft. Like, nobody was calling me, telling me, we about to draft you. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> if you're not, if I mean, if you don't get drafted, um, we'll love to have you win. I got, like, like five of those, so. I mean, I was blessed either way, so because a lot of people didn't get none, no calls. So you feel me? So I'm blessed either way. And here we are, years later. All right, so let's 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 get caught up. Last year was a really weird year, man. It was a really weird year. Yeah. You guys finally broke through and got the playoff win. How far do you think you are from now being that team that's ready to take that next step? Um, I think the experience on the team has been great. I mean, I think we dare, man. Honestly, we're, we're there, but we just need to stop. We, we can't, we can't shoot ourselves in the foot. We can't make mistakes, and those are all the things that we're going to work on this year. Um, we have a lot of guys coming back on the offense. I mean, we lost some, we lost some people, but that's going to make us go harder. I mean, the the the, the, um, the tune is already set in the building, so everybody knew. Was gonna, I mean, hopefully. And that's what we expect. And I mean, everybody to come in and just jump on the wagon. So I feel like we're in a great place right now. We got some guys that are going to step up and become great leaders. Um, I'm, I'm excited more. Um, more excited than i ever been. You feel me? So, Well, you knowing that you're going to have some opportunities there, too, right. to, to tote the <laughs> rock. And, and the, the one thing By I By the way, Justin Fields does go to the, the Bears. Good call. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Fields goes to the Bears. Is it, did you know him at all? Like, you know, I know he was a, a Georgia guy for a minute. No. Like, did you ever? Nah. Is, no. Yep. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, no. So I'm just curious, like, being in the huddle, because, like, I know you guys get asked about Lamar a ton, but <laughs> it, it, it is funny, though, when, like, when you hear the outside world talking about him, not necessarily the people in Baltimore, but like watching that Cleveland Browns Monday Night Football game when he comes back in, you have the heroics. But understanding what he's out there doing on a consistent basis, that this guy can not only play the position, and you guys got to feel special too, because when you're all back there, pick your poison of who you're trying to stop. Right. It doesn't matter if it's you, J.K., Lamar, whoever it is running the football. I, I mean, you know, like I said, pick your poison of who, it, who you're going to stop. So what's right. it like being in the huddle with him? It's fun. It's fun. I mean, he gets in there, he gets it, he gets the call out one shot. I mean, everything about it. And then it's like you want to play for him because he, he's not a quarterback that's just going to sit in the pocket. Yeah. He's out there doing what everybody else is doing, taking those hits. So um, it's just incredible, man. It's incredible watching him play and watching him grow because he is getting better as crazy as that is. He is getting better. So, you know what I mean, I love well, it. Love I, was, I was doing a draft show and – I wanted Derwin James. We talked about this earlier yeah. for the Ravens. Uh, they traded back, drafted Hayden Hurst, and then they traded back in the first round. They drafted Lamar, and I'm looking at it going, I don't know how I feel about this because, like, I thought they were going in a completely different direction that year. And then after doing radio for a year, watching him, covering him, 
and then seeing the work that he put in. And that goes for a lot of guys because I think it spreads. Like seeing them work in the offseason, the wide receivers, running backs, you guys as well, putting in the work in the offseason, you get to see that drive you have. And, you know, Bill Polian was highly critical of Lamar coming out. But one of the things he said he looks for in a player is their drive. And it's something that's very hard to measure. It's, it's like what, what type of responsibility do you take to get better and want to show everybody that they're wrong and work hard in the offseason? And from year one to year two was the largest leap, I want to say, for any player I've ever watched seeing Lamar and how much better he got. Right. And I think a lot of you guys do that too. Like we don't get to see the, the work you put in in the offseason um, to try to get better and make sure that you're not only here at this level but getting better and making plays. So how do you react when you hear somebody like Bucky Brooks say, I think the Ravens should just let Lamar Jackson walk away and they should just draft another quarterback <laughs> and keep doing this forever? MV, he's the MVP, man. Yeah. He's the MVP. It's crazy, right? Like, it's crazy that we're still – I know. We're, we're three years in. All you guys have done is one. Mm-hmm. Guy was MVP of the league, and we still are having this conversation at some point. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no damn sense. Playoff every year. Do you do you all as a team? Do you listen to that, or is that just noise? No. I mean, do, uh, I, I mean, what? you can't help but hear it. But at yeah. the end of the day, we know who knows football. And Lamar, you know what I mean, his play speaks for himself and everything that he has done. What about with yourself though, too? So you look at the the situation. You guys have multiple guys you can go to, and I think plenty of ones that, that they trust, but. Knowing that you're you're going to get your touches because you've already proved it. The, the yards per carry, the, the yards after contact, which I think is one of the more impressive things about you. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you've done your entire career, like taking those hits and still being able to produce and move forward and get more yards after the contact? We just in our, in our running back room, we, we our mentality is not to go down like we. You know what I mean, on a, off the first tackle, our mentality is not to get tackled by defensive backs. So. We, we, we put it on each other, and um, I think that's what drives us and pushes us. You let Marlon and the rest of the crew know that you're not gonna that you wouldn't go down in practice if they weren't gonna tackle you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you. Okay, so Mark's gone, obviously, right? And and it take nothing away from him. He's an unbelievable football player and an incredible human being for sure. But how much easier does it make your life knowing there's not another mouth to feed going into this season? Happy and sad. I mean. He's a great leader, a brother. I mean, when things are not going, going I mean, we gonna miss, we gonna miss him. Everybody knows that. When things are not going the right way, Mark is that guy that's out there. And I mean, keeping everybody head straight. We gonna miss him a lot, but at the same time, um, I think we're excited to see it, and everybody else is excited to see it. Like, it's, it's only two now. You feel me? Like, uh, and we just gotta make the best out of it. We, I know, I know, everybody's excited about it, and we just gotta live up to the hype for real. I, I expect a lot too for real. Yeah. Do you sweat, by the way? Like, are you, are you, how invested are you in what's happening this weekend? Are you, like, when you leave here, will you put on music and just be like, I don't, you know, whatever? I'll, I didn't, I, bro. I walked in here and like, that's when I remember. Oh, today's the draft. <laughs> <laughs> because like. I mean, I just got to you, – you can't make it in this league if you focus on all the other things, you feel I me? Mean? Like, you just got to focus on what you can control and focus and, and, and keep your confidence high. Do, do you and J.K. feed off of one another? Is it a friendly competition or is it like, hey, or I'm, you just focus on what you're doing when you're out there? Because I think that's one of the cool things. You, you, look, at a, you look at a quarterback, there's going to be one on the field at all times unless you're running some gimmick plays. But running backs will get opportunities. You're going to yeah. get carries. And right. I know each one of you feels like – 
hey, give me the ball 40 times and I'll tote the rock. But when at the end of the day, the team's going to be better if you have two that you can mm-hmm. split the carries and yeah, trust yeah. one another. You go when you see when you see him break one, you be like, man, it's my turn. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's that, that's the competition and on the sideline with with, with competitive. With, we have little 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 games that we play just to make sure we all on point. I mean, we want to see each other win. We want to see each other be successful because it makes the whole team successful. And we uh, we definitely push off of each other. What what a What's the what's the player view of, of the seventeenth game? Hmm. Um, I you know it, it's the first time. I mean, it's, by the way, I think that was the answer which you just did. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, I'll be I'll be honest. You know, I'm one of these guys that you know I love the NFL product. I love the NFL product. Yeah, we're all selfish. We want to watch another game. I want to watch. I want to watch another game. But but I'm tired of the league talking out of both sides of their face with the Thursday games and always worrying about player safety and now we're adding the 17th right. game and stuff like that as as a player where where where's every I know you I know you're a player and you say okay well we have 17 games now but really where are you with that because you know after 16 games and then the playoffs you guys are hurt I mean I mean I don't think I don't think we had a at a point where it's freak out now there's only one more extra game I'm, I feel like my rookie year when we played those five preseason games. That's that's just how. It's that's going. right. You played in the yeah. Hall of Fame game that year. Yeah. That's right. Every single one, every game I played in. <laughs> so, I mean, it's more football to play. You can't, you can't, you can't be selfish about it. We want to see the fans. I mean, we want to make make the game grow and make everybody happy. So, um, I'm not tripping about it. Just one more extra. Um, I, but I do, I do, I do see both sides though. Yeah. All right, just another couple minutes with Gus Edwards. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, so I'm kind of curious. So your off season, are there certain things that you try to work on? Is it just staying, you know, eating right, um, getting your lifting in, focusing on certain things? I mean, the, I don't think a lot of fans realize how difficult the season is on a body. Like, right. I, and I told them this, like, I, I say this all the time, like a Sunday game, Sunday 1 o'clock game, your body might not be right until sometimes – Wednesday evening into Thursday morning. Probably that, that, that two days before the game. Yeah, yeah. So it, it starts Friday. to slowly feel a little bit yeah. normal and, and the toll that it takes on you. But um, what's your off season like for you? What do you focus in on to try to – is it the same routine every year? It's just um, just trying to – I look at – I look like um, little parts of my game that I could get better at and, and just try to be better at, at it this year. Um, I'm trying to get – I'm trying to improve my speed. I mean, when I get in the open field, um, I could always work on my catching. Um, for me, it's, it's 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 mostly about work on the field. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, I lift. You got to lift and everything, but that's that's when I put focus most of my attention on is that field work. We got to get the answer to this question. When are you dropping another track? Like, when is that <laughs> finally happen, man? I just shot a video the other Did day. Did you really? In New York. So I'm about to drop something soon. When are we gonna hear it? I, I'm waiting for him to edit it. And everything. Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. Gusto, you have any idea? Everybody I talk to in the locker room is like, bro, we had no idea. We had no freaking clue that you, that this dude had bars. Like, we had no idea whatsoever. Is, is it is it still a big part of your life? Yeah. Or is it just like a hobby? Hey, every now and then I might go in and, and do a song. You're going Dame Lillard and dropping some albums. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> Is it a big? Is it a big part of like? Do you imagine music continue to be part of your life like yeah. forever? Yeah, man, I love it. I love it. Um, it's a it's comforting to me. Um, 
and it definitely feels good when, when your teammates support it because those guys could be harsh. You feel me? So they, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. They, <laughs> Did anybody not? Can we ask this question? Was no. there anybody? All right. Not to my face, at least. Yeah. No. <laughs> Everybody's like, That's and great. I was, and it's not like I was completely confident when I released it. I was like, ah, let's see. And you were expecting them to bust your balls. You were expecting yeah. them to be like, all right, Chief, you know, okay, Shaq. <laughs> so, so yesterday on the morning show, we played the clip of the um, offensive lineman that's out of the league now. 2019, drafted in the first round by the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah Wilson, yeah. traded the Dolphins. He put out a track, and it's like, it's some mumble rap um, <laughs> with, uh, with with the voice track. Like, you know, he's got the, uh, what, what the hell am I looking for here? The... Uh, um, Auto-tune. Auto-tune. Oh, okay. And, yeah. he's, and, yeah. it just, and I'm listening to it going, this is some stuff if my son turned it on in the car, I would kick him out and make him walk home. <laughs> it, I mean, it was that bad. And, and he's trying to make a career out of it. And I'm not trying to knock him. Like, look, to, to each their own. And what yeah, no doubt. It's right. not, that right. wasn't my cup of some tea. Some things that aren't for me are for other people. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. But I'm listening to it going, what is this? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? But, you know, there are some guys that have these hidden talents. Like, I think, yeah. I was joking about Damian Lillard, but I think, I think Dame's, ride. yeah, he, he can. He's talented. Dude, he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. He like, he, that could be his career. Yeah, yeah. He could ride do you Do you envision, like, do, I know we talked about this before. Do you want to go perform? Like, do you want to be on a stage? You do this playing football, right? Yeah. Like, do I would you, love to. I would love to. I'm not turning down no opportunities. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, could you like be like rolling loud? Like, would you? Would you I be would able? I would love to. I would love to. Man. In front of everybody I'm in Miami, be, the, I'm like trying to be great, I'm dude. To be great. It would be wild, man. It would be wild to see that, brother. <laughs> yeah, but the sad part is now we don't have Mar- Mark Ingram to hype you to up hype coming out. Yeah, he'd be oh. the best hype man of anybody. Yeah, anyone? Yeah. He's gonna hype me from a distance. Yeah. You can still take him on tour with you. You can still take him on tour at that point. It can work out that way. That's awesome. All right, at God, it's God. God's gift Gus 13 on Twitter. And what about on Instagram? Same thing. Same thing. Give him a follow there. Dude, it's so great to see you. Really awesome that you came out and did this. Raised a ton of money tonight for Meals on Wheels of Central Maryland. How good, but we'll leave with this. How much have you missed playing in front of packed stadiums? How happy are you going to be? So happy. That one game we had this year, I mean, that that shit was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It felt because, like, it's what you was expecting the whole time. So when it actually happened, it was- and it wasn't even that many people. No, but it felt so crazy, man. Yeah. Now yeah. let me ask you, do you know? Th- this is kind of one of the. I know he's got to run, but silly questions. Because I'd be one of those guys that would eat it up on the road with the booze and the fans hating you. Like I would love that role. Or do you appreciate it more being in front of the home fans where you're getting cheered? Like I would love playing the villain. Like hey, that's I what gets you going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about that? What do you prefer? In the Oh, in the big games, I, I like being the underdog. Yes. In the big games. Yeah. And shutting people up, it's right? It's worth more, yeah. yeah. I love that. You run your mouth all day and look at what we just did. Look at yeah, what we just yeah. waltzed in the Tennessee this year. <laughs> and they had, but they picked out their biggest crowd of the year, right, mm-hmm. for that game. Yep. Look what happened. How'd that go for us? How'd that go for us? I, I, I know I said last one, but it just, what would have happened if Willie Sneed had gone in at quarterback on fourth and five? Touchdown, he said. <laughs> <laughs> but Willie makes a lot of plays. Yeah. Let me just say that. All right. <laughs> All right. I respect it. Gus Edwards, man, thank you for coming over and hanging out with us, bro. Appreciate it's it, great man. to see you, Thanks dude. You really appreciate you doing this with Great Eights member Beale tonight.